Hi, pals. This is Blaine Hill at the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church. I'm with you, coming to you today from our fellowship hall, also coming to you through the Simply Stated podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 23rd in the year 2020, uh, and I'm going to share a word from you from the prophet Micah today. This is one of the promises in Scripture that um, I'd say is one that a lot of people love and cherish, people of all kinds. It shows up for us as we're approaching Christmas, but listen to it now. The Lord shall judge between many peoples and shall arbitrate between strong nations far away. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore But they shall all sit under their own vines and under their own fig trees, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts is spoken. This is an image of people being free from oppression, from uh, the threat of uh, military invasion, in, in this case, from they're free from the threat of violence and able to enjoy the homes that they acquire with their family, sitting under their own vine and their own fig tree, not somebody else's vine and not somebody else's fig tree. That's the the vision that the prophet Micah has and that the prophet Micah shares with God's people. This was uh, one of George Washington's favorite passages of of Scripture, so it seems. He quoted it more than 50 times uh, in letters letters he wrote and speeches that he gave. Um, He talked about the promise of being at peace in your own place. I've been thinking about this uh, promise all week long. Uh, it's, in fact, it's part of what I'm going to preach on on Sundays, the promises of God and how we come to live them out uh, or experience them. Uh, I've also had a bit of a, an aggravating week, if I'm going to tell you the truth. We had a, a Good Works Blitz, our work campaign planned, and I was disappointed uh, that we had to make the decision to cancel it this week because of the coronavirus. It's, it's really a bummer. Uh, so I was thinking about that, frankly, kind of sulking uh, a little bit, uh, had a little temper tantrum, and um, and I, a question came to me, kind of wondering, why do I expect uh, to always get what I want? A little bit convicting, a lot of bit convicting. Um, I think so often it is easy for, for us, for some of us, to want to lay hold of the claims and the promises of God, to lay claim to the promises of God, as well we should. But the prophet Micah has not only the promises of God, it's also a book of strong judgment. Now, when I talk about judgment, I think it's important as Christians that we're not talking about condemnation here. Uh, The Apostle Paul writes, uh, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And yet, God's judgment is still a reality. Uh, And maybe we should uh, think of it in terms of evaluation or assessment. I don't know, maybe there's a better word for it. Um, But as much as we are maybe eager to claim the promises of God, I think if we're really going to uh, open our lives to the Lord and live under his rule, we also have to be open to God's evaluation and God's judgment. Um, Micah certainly found that to be the case. Let me read you from the beginning of Micah where we heard that wonderful promise ago. I'll return to the promise in a minute. I know some of you have just joined us. But the beginning of Micah begins this way. Hear, you peoples, all of you, 
Listen, O earth, and all that is in it, and let the Lord God be a witness against you. The Lord from his holy temple, for the Lord is coming out of his place and will come down and tread upon the high places of the earth. Then the mountains will melt under him and the valleys will burst open like wax near the fire, like waters poured down a steep place. That's quite an image, isn't it? Water poured down a slope, wax beside the fire. All this is for the transgression of Jacob and for the sins of the house of Israel. Well, Micah surely doesn't start uh, with the promises of God, uh, but um, it takes him a while to get there. So let me, so that's the judgment, the evaluation the, the, that Micah begins with. And how is it that Micah makes his way to the promises later on? I'll, I'll read you the tail end of that. I know some of you just signed on. But they shall all sit under their own vines and under their own, their own fig trees. And no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. That's quite a journey from wax melting beside the fire to people sitting under, in, on their own property uh, and under the produce of their own home. It's a journey that Micah has laid out there. And, and how is it that we come to that? We want to lay, we should lay claim to the promises of God. But to do with that, with honors, honesty and candor, I think that we also have to be willing to subject our lives to God's evaluation, to submitting our lives uh, to, to the Lord and being able to say, what about my life is pleasing to you? And what about my life needs to be transformed by your spirit and by my labor? Um, to letting our lives be gauged and guided by the Lord himself. Um, there are things that we want that we're not going to get, and that will lead to disappointment. And I think it's particularly disappointing when we think we want the things that God wants. That was the case that I experienced with canceling our, our local service campaign. But it's led me to the place where I think I need to reflect on what is it about my life that the Lord uh, would change. Um, we want and we should lay hold of the promises of God. Uh, but as well, we need to subject our lives to being overseen, to being um, evaluated by the Lord as well. Uh, and that can be a challenging thing to do. I'd go so far as to say, I mentioned that the promise in Micah is one of George Washington's, was one of George Washington's most quoted passage in, in the Bible. Uh, and uh, in, in seeing the promise of Micah. I think he saw the promise of our nation under God as well. But if we're going to be candid, we have to be open to the idea that not only are we subject to the promises of God, but we also live under God's evaluation. Are we living in a society that is righteous? Are we living in a society, are we contributing, maybe the better word for us to look at ourselves and seeing in what ways are we contributing to a society that is righteous? that is just, uh, that is kind and compassionate as Jesus teaches us. So to wrap up, I would say uh, I encourage you to lay claim to the promises of God that you find in Scripture. And boy, there are a bunch of them. And at the same time, as you lay claim to the promises of God, each one of us needs to submit our lives to God's evaluation and measurement as well knowing full well that we are not condemned 
because of what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ. In fact, we are set free to let God speak into our lives and truly let us know where we are not yet meeting up and matching God's kingdom, whether it's in a matter of our own personal conduct, the, the, how we interact with the people immediately around us, or the way we engage in the larger society. Um, so that's uh, certainly given me a lot to think about, and so I, I offer it to you as well. How are you letting uh, the Lord evaluate and speak into your life? Uh, and are you laying a hold of the promises that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ? Promises of eternal life, uh, among many other things. Well, uh, we had hoped to have a very busy week uh, here at the church with our local mission service. Unfortunately, that was postponed. Uh, our worship schedule for this Sunday is as it has been for several weeks. We will worship here in our sanctuary uh, at 8.30. This is for June 28th at 8.30. We'll be in the sanctuary you can catch that live stream here on Facebook or on YouTube or our website. And then at 10.30, this Sunday, the 28th, we will be back out at uh, our fellowship place on Lake Murray. Uh, that, that's 925 Sugar Mill Road. And hope you can join us out there. Um, look for an announcement about how we're going to have worship coming in July. The session is still making some decisions around that, but we hope to have that information to you in the next few days, uh, if not early next week. Um, and uh, there will be 4th of July fireworks out on the lake for us to watch at 8 o'clock. We're not having our picnic this year because of the coronavirus. And, we're, and uh, so uh, that's uh, something we'll hope to return to in the coming years. One last thing uh, before we go, as you are praying this week, um, our 224th General Assembly began on Friday. They are meeting online, which is an innovation for our denomination uh, as they are weighing and measuring um, the, the decisions they have to make or set aside, we should keep them in our prayers. God bless you all. I certainly miss seeing you, and uh, I'm glad to see you there. Mom's there, and uh, Charlie Harden has joined us for a while. Deborah, you're there. Uh, ben, too. It's good to see you all. It was nice to see you. I'll have a word of prayer, and then we'll go. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for the chance to share the word, your word, um, electronically, and to be with us one another, even if we can't be physically present. God, we pray that you would guide us and guard us and give us the courage to be open to your word, uh, to hear what you would have to say about our lives, uh, about our families, about our civil society, and we would be obedient to your word. And in doing so, lay hold of the promises you make. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Again, it was great to see you all. God bless. Take care.